0: Our time has come to stir things up or perhaps to cause trouble. Travis has cruel intentions. The faithful, however, know why they're here. I pump them full of Viagra and grab a big jar of KY jelly and they yeah. go to town. He is a man easily corrupted by his passions. No condoms, baby. Raw dog all day. Yeah. La, la, la. I don't want to kill the feeling. He cannot help himself. When the time comes to do what he must do, he knows how to do all.
1: Well, yes, of course he knows what he's doing.
0: I knew what I was doing when I did it. (laughs) WFOD
2: begins. Now Little Mermaid? That's a good lesson for little girls, isn't it? Hey, shut up. Nice. Good job, Disney. You nailed it. Oh, that movie is it? Oh, the prince in that movie is wild. He just sounds like a normal guy, and he's like a good guy. It's like it, it, the most shallow human. He should have had a Boston or New York accent for sure. That guy just being like, wait a second, you telling me this girl can't talk and his legs for days? Boinga, boinga. For sure. For sure.
1: This thing we call the dub Pod. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, the king of pranks, the albino alligator popcorn bitch, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hello. Guys, the phone number to contact the show is 636 487 HAND or WFOD show on Skype. Travis, we have one hell of a show coming up tonight. After the break, we are going to talk to comedian. Danny Jollis uh, has a new special out on YouTube Travis I think you're gonna I think you're gonna like it it's a
0: to it's choose your own adventure comedy special it's a great idea yeah it's a great idea This choose your own adventure stuff like uh, I can't believe it took as long as it did for like uh, multimedia to like pull that in like uh, that black mirror episode with that uh, choose your own adventure I, I can't believe more people haven't adopted that uh, you know childlike uh, uh, happiness of Choosing your own path.
1: Do they call fossil fuels fossil fuels because they're made of dinosaur bones? That's correct. It's all dinosaur bones. That's what that's what it's made of. I think mostly.
0: I think mostly it's dinosaur bones.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, why can't we just use people bones? I mean, I would assume we could. There'd probably probably laws against that. Why? But, uh,
1: Grind I us think up. We pro-
0: I think we probably have to bury them deeper, though, in order for that to uh, work. Like we have to bury them really deep uh, for th- hundreds of thousands of years before we could actually tap into that
1: oh so it has to biodegrade
0: I think it's like aging uh, whiskey you know and they put it in the the uh, the barrels and they let it sit for a while and and you know it's more expensive that way I, I feel like that's I think it's fairly similar to that it's got to it's got to age Trevor's
1: a, a- That whiskey that Metallica makes, they just age it by have it listening to Metallica music. Maybe we put our bones in a barrel and just play it
0: Metallica music and it'll happen faster. I prefer it. Like, I think we should put our bones in a whiskey barrel and play it uh, like Cannibal Corpse, right? That's more aggressive. (laughs) Don't you think that would age it faster? Yeah, the the more aggressive the music,
1: the quicker we can start using our bones uh, to fuel our cars.
0: That's right then we don't have to worry about plugging our cars into the electrical grid and have the grid go down. We can sustain this forever. We just keep pouring people into the same hole and just compile. It's like almost like, uh, It's like you know when people over the pandemic, like everybody got into making sourdough bread and how sourdough. Oh yeah, sourdough. uh, The the best, the best people who make sourdough, they have like the base of that, and then they just keep aging it and using a little at a time and like aging and aging and aging it. I feel like if we just had like a giant hole, and we just kept stuffing dead people in there and letting them decompose. It would just be like a a, a really good sourdough bread. Like the fuel would get better and better and better over
1: time. And the decomposing would maybe make the other stuff decompose too because then you're around decomposed stuff and then you'll get jealous and you'll decompose faster.
0: Well, we could probably just throw garbage in there too because like most uh, landfills, you you know... They pipe they pipe that methane out. You can see most landfills you drive by have like a pipe that shoots out of a hill and there's like flame constantly coming out of that thing. I feel like, uh, you know, methane is used, uh, could be used to power things too. So decomposing humans um, and just like trash uh, generating fuel, I feel like that's a never-ending supply of fuel that's probably not going to hurt the environment. Trev, speaking of trash, uh,
1: did you see the Mr. Beast thing? Now. I know we've talked about Mr. Beast before. I'm
0: fascinated by the Mr. Beast. Phenomenon. He, he is a very popular Internet figure. I'd never heard of him until you brought him up. And, and since you've brought him up, you know, it's kind of like when uh, you or your spouse or a family member buys like a new vehicle. And you're like, oh, I don't see many of those on the road. And then since they bought that vehicle, all you see is their vehicle on the road. Like, you can't help but notice how many vehicles are similar to that. Right. Like, ever since you brought Mr. Beast up, I see Mr. Beast all over the place. They're selling products now. They got stuff at Walmart. You see fucking
1: every it's it's a hot commodity, Travis. Well, anyway, so last week he uh, he called a piggly wiggly grocery store, Travis, and he uh, he see he he calls him up on the phone. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, hi. I'm, I'm Mr. Beast. I don't know, really know what Mr. Beast sounds like, Travis. I'm just going to do my voice. I don't do him. I'm Mr. Beast. Hi, I'm Mr. Beast. And, uh, I was, I was thinking to do this cute stunt where, where tomorrow I'm going to come in to your grocery store. And just like whoever's in line, I'm going to buy their groceries for them. Uh, but don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody I'm doing this. I'm just calling in advance to get permission to film shit in your Piggly Wiggly.
0: That's like an impractical joker's thing. Yeah, yeah, they 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 just
1: they called the Piggly Wiggly to to get advance warning that
0: they were coming because Yeah, hey listen, I'm going to have a film crew, bunch of hidden cameras. I'm Mr. Beast. I have a lot of money, a lot of followers, and I just want to buy a bunch of randos their groceries. Well, anyway, the Piggly Wiggly employees told Everybody,
1: Travis. Parents, their <laughs> friends. The next day, a whole shitload of people show up at the Piggly Wiggly and basically put the entire store in their carts. And then they're just <laughs> lingering around the store waiting for this nerd to show up and buy them a bunch of stuff. Did he show up? He did not show up. <laughs> he realized that they were taking advantage of him and like he was like well no i'm not going to go
0: that's that's uh I feel like that's karma, right? There's like there's probably some uh, Aesop's fable or something that has some very similar message behind it. Like, hey, this guy called, wanted to be generous, but just wanted permission to do it. And then everybody spread the word to take advantage of him And it never happened. Right. I feel like that's an Aesop's fable. There's there's a sort. ton
1: of great videos of the the pandemonium that ensued. Travis, a lot of people were really upset that they weren't able to take advantage of this YouTube nerd that they'd (laughs) they'd never heard of. Uh, I I have one clip. This is my favorite, but I I encourage you to look up as many as possible because it's great seeing these. I mean, like, they were bringing extra trash bags to carry with them in addition to their cart, like, just full of meat.
0: Yeah, of course and, they were. And and probably
1: because... stuff that they could turn around and resell. You know, it's already packaged. Hey, check right. it out. And then you bring it back, Travis. You'd be like, I, yeah, yeah, I'd you like re- to return it for piece. the cash. Uh, this, this is my favorite clip. What were you saying, man? Mr. Beast is not coming today due to security oh, issues. Oh, no, Jesus. No, tell bring his ass back. And, and
0: I'm the one to get to tell you. So. <laughs> oh, God, get him. Oh, God, get him. <laughs> bring his ass back, Travis. They'd probably already promised, like, all their neighbors, like, some really nice T-bones and shit. And they were going to have, like, a cookout that weekend sponsored by Mr. Beast and all that kind of shit. (laughs) It's like, but it's like these workers would have just, like, shut their goddamn mouth. A bunch of people who probably needed their groceries paid for probably would have had their groceries paid for. He told one guy who answered the phone, whoever squealed, that's, it's their
1: fault. Don't blame Mr. Beast. Blame that asshole that told everybody. Right. But uh, they did. The internet was mad. They were like, hey. Why didn't you go buy all these
0: people's groceries, Mr. Beast? Of course the internet was mad. Here's this guy who wanted to do a nice thing, and he called ahead for permission instead of just showing up and doing it and, like, bombarding uh, the Piggly Wiggly out of nowhere with this shit. And then everybody wanted to get greedy and shitty. Uh, But, yeah, it's Mr. Beast's fault. (laughs) Christ. That reminds me of something I saw on the internet today, Mike. Uh, it was just kind of in passing. I didn't look too far into it, but there was like a dad who apparently is like a newscaster down in Florida posted, uh, during homecoming or prom. One of the two with his two daughters, I think one was like 17 and one was 14 and they were wearing, you know, revealing enough clothes, but not anything crazy from what uh, other young girls wear. And uh, he posted a picture of him with his two daughters and he had kind of like a crazy face or whatever, you know, like you would with your kids. It was like, oh, I can't believe my daughter's, you know, grown up, you know, these beautiful girls on the inside and out or whatever. And this man uh, was accosted by the Internet because these young girls were wearing skirts that might have been a little bit too short. <laughs> and I'm thinking he's got to apologize for it. he wasn't apologizing for it. He was sticking up for his daughters and saying, you know, they're good girls and like blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking, here's the internet who applauds sexuality and young girls empowering themselves and figuring out who so they what, are. He's a,
1: he's a groomer because his daughters, wh- yeah, what's so
0: how, the argument? How dare you? Le- how dare you let your daughters wear clothes like that and blah, blah, blah. Apparently he was getting ta- attacked left and right about, you know, all how inappropriate let your it was. daughters, here's, Trevor, how fucking uh, sexist is that? Right. Like your daughters so it's can wear like, what they want to wear. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the thing. It's like here, the internet who is saying one thing and then they see another and then like flips the script and is talking about how shitty this dad is for doing this. And it's like, well, I thought I thought we were supposed to empower young women. To be comfortable with themselves and hear the internet fucking like just backlashed on this guy. So that reminds me a lot of uh, the Mr. Beast thing where a guy tries to do something good. Uh, everybody tries to take advantage of it. He's like, well, I'm not doing that. They're trying to take advantage of me. And then the internet freaks out because he didn't, uh, you know, do the good thing that he was initially going to do.
1: Yeah, I want like a couple of people in line that are like fuck man uh, these frosted flakes are expensive and i just want to like yeah. walk in and buy their frosted flakes that's what i right. want to do yeah I, like it, i want to make one like person's day <laughs> 4
0: dollars a dozen right now and people can't afford that shit milk's like 5 bucks a gallon or some shit like how can people afford this i would like to buy these families their groceries but then a bunch of fucking Greedy assholes looking out (laughs) for something for free show up to try to take advantage of this generosity. Yeah, that's that's the that's that's the world. This one guy has a cart stacked like a like a
1: the Grinch's sled full of meat. And he wants me (laughs) to pay
0: for it. Yeah, And I said, like, nah, and now uh, I'm the asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to buy you two thousand dollars worth of meat that you can't even store. Yeah, like
1: fuck you. Travis, uh in our in our Discord server, uh the people were really happy about uh Roger Watson, the author that we featured last week who got screwed by Walmart. And so I, I thought I, I would pull some more Roger Watson content for everybody. <laughs> this uh, guy. <laughs> this guy this guy he has a really good point. And uh I, I feel like we need to elevate his
2: voice. All right, this is a public service announcement. To anybody in the bowling alley industry, you need to properly clean out your holes. Not holes, your holes, your ball holes. Not everybody's got a hole in their balls, but there's a a viral infection coming when people stick their fingers in their balls. You know, they scratch their balls with them hands, and they eat with them hands, and they dig in their nose with their fingers. If you're in the bowling ball industry, bowling alleys, bowling ball makers, anything, or if you're on a league, clean your holes. Get you some Q-tips and
1: clean your holes. They do clean the holes, don't they? They have to clean the holes,
0: Travis. I believe that they do, yes.
1: I mean, there's probably a guy, it's on his 5S sheet in the morning. Uh, He he comes in and he probably sprays disinfectant in all the shoes and he probably goes yep. around with a rag and wipes
0: down all the balls. That's the user's due diligence, right? Like you're sticking your fingers in holes that the general public has also stuck their fingers in. I would hope that you're not sticking your fingers in those holes and then uh chomping on that bar pizza that you uh just had delivered to your bowling alley table, right? Like I feel like that's up to you know everybody else is using these things, so maybe hand sanitizer, clean your hands. Like, don't... I mean, don't assume. The bowling alley is probably cleaning these things, but don't assume that they are. Travis, clean, I overheard clean, a, clean
1: a man in a uh, a men's restroom yesterday say that he doesn't wash his hands after he goes pee because uh, the only people that have to do that are people with small penises. Because your small penis... I, I guess makes you pee on your hands because if you had a big penis, then it would stick out farther than your hands.
0: Well, I have a small penis and I make sure that my fingers are not anywhere near the place where pee's coming out.
1: Travis, I usually just flop it out the top and put my hands on my hips. Oh, do you just
0: kind of wag it around? Yeah,
1: like, you know, my, my, I put it like a, like my balls over the top and mm-hmm. then it just points where it needs to point. I don't need just, to touch it. Yeah, I, well, did, I suppose, yeah, I guess. Just, uh, touch the, the, the rim of my underwear and pull it on under.
0: And then it stays right where it was, it's supposed to. But then you don't need to touch anything. The, the the problem that I have with people not washing their hands after they pee is mostly you're in a bathroom. You're probably touching shit. You probably flush that urinal. Probably. Oh, yeah, the flushing. You know, all, I mean, all these things, you touch the door handle, all all, all these things you should just, I mean, even no, if I, you're mean not I, do, I do it anyway, penis, Travis, I always wash my hands. I'm a good boy. Yeah. Wash your hands. Right. Like, but at the same time, if you really are worried about it and you're not peeing on your hands, yeah, you, it's like, I just touched my finger. Uh, what do I need to wash my hands for? Right. Yeah. But at the same time, when I'm in a bathroom, just do it. Anyway. You just do it. There's a sink there. You walked into a bathroom where people <laughs> piss and shit. Uh,
1: Why don't you wash your hands? This is a good time to touch base while you're there with soap and water.
0: Because I'd almost 100% guarantee that throughout the day, you're not washing your hands anyway. So it's almost like setting a timer, like the bathroom is the timer to wash your hands because the only time you're actually probably washing your hands throughout the day is when you go to the bathroom.
1: No, That is a good rule of thumb, Travis. And yeah, after you you, uh, stick your fingers in the public bowling ball hole,
0: Wash your, fingers. Your, wash
1: your hands again yeah. or or don't uh, if you don't want to. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the onus is on the the poor bowling ball attendant. He has his own fucking problems.
0: Right. Well, and then like think about it. Like you go to say you go to an amusement park and you holding on to the rail waiting to get on a goddamn roller coaster, you know how many people held on to that rail before you got there? And all those same people probably had shit or piss or boogers on their fingers. they all, know, they'd wash be touching their, their booty holes. Exactly. So, I mean, come on.
1: Uh, you know what I'm saying, Travis?
0: Yeah. Booty uh, hole uh, touching.
1: The, the lesson here is to, to just wash your hands. Guys, stick around. After the break, we are going to be talking to uh, Danny Jollis. He's a comedian. He's got a new special out called You Choose. Uh, looking forward to talking to him, Travis. Guys. We, Is that about abortion? I, I didn't go through the whole rabbit hole, Travis. There might be abortion mm-hmm. content in there. That might be why. It's I mean, that's that. hot button topic, right? I mean, it's not. It, it's It's called that because it's a choose your own adventure thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. But yeah, I mean, like I pretty much went negative through the whole thing, Travis. Like if there was like a. Like a get angry about something. That's what I picked. Oh, yeah, of course. I didn't pick any of the positives. Like it was like, a, no. I, I love magic or I hate magic. Yeah, I hate it. Let's hear you bitch yeah. about magic, Danny.
0: Yeah, that's like if you in like a video game, if you can like make a uh, villain type choices, I want to see how <laughs> villainous my character can get. So I'm going to make all the bad choices. There was a PlayStation game. I don't
1: remember what it was called. But like you, as the game went on, if you were good, then you stayed a good guy and if you started fucking around, you got to be a bad guy.
0: And yeah, I, I can't. I, that's exactly what I was thinking of, and I do not remember even the faintest what that game was. It was a <laughs> lot of fun, Travis. I think you shot lightning out of your hands. Uh, yep, that's th- only if you were the bad guy, though. I think. Oh really? If you were the good yeah, guy, then you just had to like walk around. I think like, if you were the good guy, you—I don't know. I think you did something else, yeah, but I think the lightning came from being a bad guy. Yeah, they shouldn't reward you like that. I mean, ah.
1: like, if you give me lightning powers, I'll be bad. Yeah, you don't think I'm going to be bad for lightning powers? (laughs) Dumb shits. Guys, we will be back in just a minute. Stick around. It's time once again for the Hollywood Beat with your inside source, Drunk. And this week, Drunk talks to Jamie Lee Curtis about her new film, Halloween Ends, streaming on
0: Peacock now. The trick baby evil dies
2: tonight. The irony is that the 2018 and 2020. One movie were
1: about a woman who was prepared for Michael every day of
2: her life since she was 17 years old. Every day. That's ironic. This is a movie where she's actually moved on because Laurie doesn't see Michael coming. And that's a very different result. So the fight with Michael is ironic. Is is much more violent, unexpected, and it has to be like a street brawl. I don't think I know what ironic means. (laughs) I love going to see the veterinarian. I can't stand veterinarians. Hi, my name is Danny Jollis. I know it's weird that I'm talking to you directly, but that's kind of what makes this special unique. Throughout this special, you will be given uh, choices, like David Blaine. (laughs) David Blaine. And based on those choices, you will get that version of the joke. I love David Blaine. Love him so much. Any Blaine heads? Fuck David Blaine. (laughs) Fuck David Blaine. Absolute worst! And then at the end there's a big finale, you'll see, and uh ta-da!
0: Every once in a while we just have to say it.
2: Focus that's what I was thinking. Focus, whatever. Will Walker Jr. here. Hope you uh get enough dicks in that wheelbarrow.
0: My godson had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Get your hand off your hawk.
0: And I got accused by my two sisters of being vulgar. Get your hand off your hawk. I said, hey, tell your son to get his hand off his hog." Get your
1: hand off your hog. Get your hands off yeah. your heart. Come on, old man, let's go!
0: Once again WFOD Wheelbarrow full of dicks
1: welcome back. Our guest tonight is a stand-up comedian whose new special called You Choose is available now on YouTube as Danny Jollis
2: is on the program. Danny, Hello. Danny, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good. You know, we got right into it. I wasn't even ready.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were ready. You're professional.
2: <laughs> I'm logged on. I didn't even know right I, away. I'm Danny, I,
1: I, I, I timed it just too good.
2: You did. Uh, yeah. I, I barely even knew where I was, but now I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Danny, now I, I'm yes. thinking I, I, I've seen a, a ton of of fellow comedians tweet out that your, your special is out. And I, I'm thinking that if I were a stand-up comedian, my first reaction would be to be pissed off that I didn't think of it first. I would tell you I was happy I, for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and secretly resent me. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. there's a, and there's a, there's a definitely an element to that. But I think honestly, the bigger thing is, comics who know, know that this it's a nightmare to do. <laughs> so I think that, I think I think the more you've done comedy, the more you're like, oh, why would you ever do this? The amount of time and effort you'd have to put in is so not worth it. So I think most people are honestly just confused as to why I would do it. But, but uh, you know, they've said some very nice things as well. Why did you do it? Well, I guess I know why you did it, but tell them why you did it. You know, the ending of the special, and I won't give anything away, but I will say to everybody, watch till the end. The end of the special is important. Uh, this is another insane thing we did, was we did a special that actually built to something unheard of in 2022. Um, and so, you know, that joke kind of was about real opinions. And I was like, well, if I did a choose your own, Opinion special where you chose what you wanted me to say. That would be the ultimate proof of this final point. And so I uh, started working on it and it went from like, well, it'd be kind of a crazy thing to try to like, I think I can do it to I'm never going to do it to uh, I, I, I did it. And then now I'm so proud of it.
0: And now you're going to make another one just like it.
2: Yeah. And now I'll never do it again. And I'll <laughs> never. God, I'll never. The, the amount of times. My wife was saying the other day, she was like, she was like, I'm just so glad to never hear the word reversal because that's <laughs> what we used. To, that's what we used to talk about all the time. I'd be like, what's the reversal? What's the reverse of the? And she'd be like, oh, just like, <laughs> just- so she's she's pumped. It's over.
0: Did you read a lot of choose your own adventure books while you were kind of formatting this thing where you were like, uh, OK, the the boys are searching for their uncle's treasure in the cave? Uh, do they go down in the cave or do they try to find a different uh, way uh, to the treasure Uh, did you do you you get into a lot of that
2: so as a kid i read goosebumps uh which had some great choose your adventure and then the choose your adventure book series is awesome uh they do such good work for this it's actually because there's really branch out right this is more of like you know there isn't too much branching as much as there's kind of this like lava type feel sure. yeah so so i never uh i really didn't because it was less about the choose. the choice thing is the least important part to me yeah and i think the bigger thing is like the pr- proof of it was really to me being like can i do it where both sides feel equal Like where you genuinely don't know which one came first. Where
1: where there's not like a weak spot in it. Where Yes,
2: where you aren't like, if I click this one, and I think a lot of people do this, where they'll watch one and they'll be like, okay, well, the other one has to suck because that was (laughs) pretty good. And he seemed very passionate. There's no way. And then you go to the other. So that was like part of it for me was like if one of them stinks, everyone's going to be like, ah, well, he didn't really prove it. So it was very much like I, you can't. I have to make it so that you don't know which one came first.
1: I went straight negative. If there was a negative answer,
2: that's what I picked always. And I think a lot of people have done that. Sure, I think I've seen it's it's a. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of that, but I love that. That's great for you. I sure. delivered on that. Yeah. I think I I was very negative.
1: How do you top this now? What do you do?
2: I don't know, man. That's the scary part, isn't it? Uh, I think right now, I mean, my biggest thing right now is getting people to watch it. Yeah. You know, like that is truly the biggest priority to me is like, you know, it's so easy to not. It's so easy to even hear about things right in 2022. Right. And be like, oh, cool, but not actually watch it.
0: Yeah, it's like, like oh, I sh- I should check that out, and yeah. then it's in the back of your head, and then you never think about it, and somebody brings it up or you see it scroll by someplace, you like, oh, that's right, I was going to check that, and like not right, it.
1: yeah,
2: well, and yeah. And, and, and you lose
1: you lose eyes throughout it, I imagine, because like you have to course. stay engaged, like you have to stand there with the remote and wait, uh-huh. uh huh, and, and so
2: there's tons of people who you know who you know do one or two and go oh, I get it, so that's why now I've like really start hammering in in <laughs> interviews like the end. Go to the end. It's 35 <laughs> 45 minutes. It's less than a normal special, but I also yeah. understand that most people aren't finishing specials these days. Most people are clicking on them. It's funny and then not really finishing. So it's, that's so uh, gross, though, isn't
0: it? Because, like, I find
2: so it's devastating. Like,
0: like, like most comedy specials, they really kind of hit their stride in like that third quarter right like because they're building towards something just like you're alluding to here is like you're building towards something where we're, we're setting it up we're building we're building we're building and the payoff is the ending it's always right. end because you're always getting it's always a destination with the journey built in
2: yes and so and i think you know a lot of comics potentially smarter than me have adjusted to modern 2022 <laughs> audiences and have and been just like post well, joke jokes on TikTok. Just joke 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 yeah. joke just do you know it, right. it and i uh, went the opposite way but i also think the people who finish it are glad they did so uh, right now the biggest thing for me is like hammering the people to go see this and then you know a couple acting projects that are coming out and then the next you know i'm working on a new one i have an idea i've been working on it secretly Oh, i have a weird premise um, we're going to see if it's going to work. I mean, it's like <laughs> you, you cause you have to start with a good hour. Like you have right. to start with a genuine hour you can do. Yeah. So I'm trying not to think too much about the big premise right now and just trying to do like, but I, I'll never do a Danny Jollis live at the whatever. Right. Like I'm always going to have something. I don't know if it's potentially the stupidest thing I'm doing, but <laughs> I'm, I think I'm always going to want to do Danny. You're, you're a big something. Sw- you're
1: a big swing guy. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why, why not? Know,
0: right.
2: Me and M night. But,
0: <laughs> but as a comedian, obviously, you, the, the material has to you have to have the solid material there, regardless of if you have. I'm, I'm not trying to downplay it at, at all by calling it like a, a, a gimmick
2: right like yes. obviously no it's a gimmick
0: the material has to be there do you, do you find that it was you know and obviously you kind of alluded to how difficult this was do you feel like it was more difficult to write the same jokes twice than it would be to just like have an hour
2: yes because I did an hour because I have a first special that's more normal sure still a little weird six different places but a little more normal the standard hour right this one yes this is much harder this is a this is this is a night again no one should ever do this this is a stupid (laughs) use of your time (laughs) this is a nightmare like it was so hard it took so much work like you said Uh, to try
0: to try to make it be like this one was not the afterthought
2: yes they were both
0: the first thing like and so that
2: and that was the hardest thing so like no, I don't think uh, anyone will ever do this. Like, I, I think uh, I might. I would uh, certainly. But I do think I hope that more people try cool stuff. You know, I hope more people do it because sure. I think it's. I don't what, know. What was I the lo- cool. logistics of this? Like
1: how many different audiences did you film this in front of
2: to get? So we have. So I, I did this with Don't Tell Comedy, um, which is an amazing company. And Brad uh, Sillanetzer and Gordy Earl directed it. As complicated as this special is, yeah. we had probably a quarter to a tenth the budget of a major special. So we had to not just make this, figure out how to make this work, but figure out how to make it work within yeah. a basic setup. So what we did was we had two shows. That's, a, that's two shows. Know, that so two shows.
1: One with one set of jokes and one with another set of jokes. And that's that's the special.
2: So we cheated a little where we would do it one way through for the audience. You get that genuine ending, which if you watch it, you will see okay, there is okay. an ending that builds. And then I would say to the crowd, hey, can I go back and do the other side? Um, oh, so well, you gave, the, you point gave point.
0: the crowd both?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I would oh. go and then I'd be like, All right, we're going to do the other side. So they already at that point knew. So it wasn't a true, authentic reaction to the jokes. But the jokes are fun. yeah. And, and they, knew the,
0: they knew the setups to the yeah. jokes, but they didn't know where you're going with it. In the back. and i would just
2: start so i basically start where it splits oh, so instead okay. of instead of the whole buildup of magic i would just you know just go here, here it is know. here's the reveal yeah i hate that and i just come out of my pose i'd have to hit so part of the filming was i had to hit poses of course uh, cho- choreography on on stage
0: to be able to cut it together
2: yes yeah so i would uh i would have to like Kind of, we're gonna release in like a month or two a behind the scenes of how we did it. Oh, good, uh, <laughs> that's because we're like pumped for people to see it because it's funny. Because you, I would literally do it. I'd finish that section and then I would just talk to them and be like, and I, I noted because people, it's such a betrayal to the crowd.
1: <laughs> sure, what, what, you <laughs> didn't mean that, it, what, Danny. It, it- well, well they'd be I'm
2: so passionately saying it, you of know, like they heard me so passionately tell them how much I hated David Blaine. <laughs> they all believed it. They applauded at the end. They felt like I proved it. And then just for me to be like, I love David Blaine. And it was just like, what? But, this, be, this is it's, it's
0: essentially just like going. It'd be like going, actually going to like the magic castle, watching a magician do all of his jokes and then go back and show you exactly what
2: happened. and and so they yes and there's something about comedy where it's like it's such a thing of like you're me you know i'm talking it's this relationship of like i'm talking to you it's just me talking and i'm just telling you how i feel and so for me to be like in theory and i think the really good comics do this well i like to think i do this well i like to think that when i at a certain point of me on stage you forget that i'm doing material and i'm just talking to you and i'm just hitting a lot of but i'm i'm in the room and i'm making it feel authentic and I think there's just such a moment of like, oh, it was such material. It wasn't even real. Right. right. So that part was very fun. I would have to like comment in between jokes, just like the level of betrayal in the room (laughs) was so palpable.
0: Well, because as a comedian, you have to make people forget that you've been performing these jokes over and over and over and over again in front of like I (laughs) it's funny because. Uh, a couple of years back, I had seen TJ Miller on stage for the first time. Right. And I had seen some of his material before I had seen him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a great show. He had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. And then I saw him the very next year. And the bulk of the material was the exact same thing. Right. Uh So it was like the curtain was, even though, you know, for a fact, if you're a fan of comedy, these people, you know, you, you as comedians are performing these jokes, you're, you're ironing them out. You're trying to find the perfect beats and all that stuff. But the illusion When it's lifted back, it's like, ooh, it's
2: kind of like a a dagger in the heart. Like, oh, they just pulled a wool over my eyes, right? Even though you know it, you will settle into this feeling. Because I'll make it feel, particularly when I do shows live, you know, like, I always tell people, I'm like, every show is different. Like, true. Like, even if I'm doing material, like, wherever I am, I'm going to work that in. I'm going to make local jokes. I'm going to talk to someone in the crowd. This show truly will be special. Right. But more parts... Then you imagine our, are or are, uh, I I was doing a uh, shows in uh, Madison like a month ago. And I had this, I had this rant about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> that I'd been doing for a while, Yeah, but, but I would, you know, to make it cause I was like, well, I'm going to get this on tape. And so I did. And so, but I did it at every show. I would do this rant about Aaron Rodgers, and I would stumble into it. Every time I'd sort of be like, "You guys love your Packers," like blah blah blah. Aaron Rodgers, and like one of the waiters just was like, just was like, "I've never," he was just like, "I've never seen someone just so trick them into material because it just it's like, how does he have a Packers joke?" But everywhere I go, I'm such a sports (laughs) fan, so everywhere I go, I try to do like a sports joke, particularly when you're not like. You know, because in LA, I can't make any sports jokes because everybody hates. Because nobody sports cares. Here. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares. Sports are lame. They just, <laughs> yeah, they just know it's
1: selfies. with am in, other, right?
2: It's we're, like a hang. Yeah, no, it, yeah. I mean, it's like there are sports fans here. I don't want to say there's none, but a lot of people go to like sporting events. as like a social event, right? Sure. And it isn't like the you know, I'm from, I'm from Virginia. Like when you go to like a a Wizards game and you're like, I'm here who died for this team. Like I am like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, this will be devastating if we don't win. Like you're there for a purpose.
0: I'm actually from Wisconsin. Uh, I am a Chicago bears fan. Uh, interesting did, yeah yeah well my family's <laughs> from chicago so i grew up uh with chicago fans so it. it's it's difficult for me here in wisconsin but how how did those aaron Rodgers jokes go over especially if you
2: did them recently because obviously there's yeah, oh, well okay. i talking. i mean i've been talking about i mean the guys he's going through his uh he's going through his teenage years yeah and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's really just <laughs> rebelling against everything, uh, for yeah. seemingly no reason. But uh, he's growing his hair long, dating a witch—we all get it, yeah. you know. That's, that's <laughs> you <laughs> Is he doing. still
1: dating the gal from that Reese Witherspoon show, or did they break right. up?
2: They broke up. He's now oh. over on uh, he's over on a witch now. He's uh, which makes Winch. sense because yeah,
0: because Aaron Rodgers
2: is like a big astrology slash UFO
0: slash like homeopathic dude. He's like really out there. And he's literally uh,
2: there's no way to describe it. in like truly, as teenagers, like he's yeah. like he's just doing that rebellious. You know what? I just learned how the world works, and I now yeah. actually know more than you. Yeah. And you're let me like, read.
0: Let me read your palm, and I'll I'll read your cards as well. Because yeah. yeah. And like you just don't get it. Yeah. And it's like that
2: kind of thing. But he's <laughs> yeah. also like. A ver- uh, now, to his credit, I will say, I actually think he's a very smart dude, and I think that he's just, like, figuring it out a little bit. Uh, guys, so when, when, he,
1: when he changed his Twitter profile picture to a picture of his foot, uh, that he, that was legit funny.
0: Well
2: that's the that like legit funny. Yeah, he's legitimately very yeah.
1: funny.
0: And that that he, header that header photo that he has now on Twitter was that uh that almost that meme where he was like put yeah. on his ass and his like eyes are bugged out and everything is yeah. it now he's got like laser eyes and he's got it as his uh, uh header photo on Twitter. That is funny. I can't no, I, stand Aaron Rodgers, but
2: that is very I funny. mean I, I said the joke the joke was basically like, you know, because cause it's true when I live in LA, every time an athlete Cause I'm, I, I have a podcast about sports. I love sports, yeah. like everything but the scores. Uh, and so whenever an athlete messes up, I, as an artist who likes sports has to like answer for their crimes. <laughs> and so all my friends, when he did his whole vaccine thing, they were like, Oh, what the hell? And I was like, look. I don't know the guy personally, but I will say so. I listen to the Pat McAfee show almost every day. Like that is that's my talk. That's my sports talk show. It's really interesting
1: when he comes on. It
0: is
2: every Tuesday during the season. He comes on and he's riveting and he's fascinating. And he has said some things that have been very inspiring to me. And he's also said some things that are very dumb. But he also (laughs) ends every interview with a book club, which I think is incredible. That show reads a book every week. Do they read the book or do they just say they read the book? Some of them do. I mean, it's hard to say. There's a guy named Boston Connor on the show. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. He has a mullet from Boston. I mean, I don't know if he's reading the book, but like <laughs> in theory, they're reading the book. <laughs> at, at least enough of it to have the conversation. But, it's, <laughs> but the listeners are reading them, and it's interesting, and it's just cool that he does that. Yeah. And then, and I say it. And I'm like, so look, there's good and bad to him, and he's he, he's my J.K. Rowling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'll recommend, if you, if you find him fascinating, the first time that I actually heard... Uh, a long form interview with them. Um, you're familiar with Pete Holmes, I would imagine. Of course, uh, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. Did uh, Aaron Rodgers episode probably? I haven't listened to Pete Holmes for a while, so you're probably talking two plus years ago or whatever. But it really? is riveting because he talks the McAfee show, pre McAfee, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, because he was talking to Pete about. um ufos and his belief in like spirits and all that kind of stuff too and it was like a completely genuine because pete holmes is over the course of the years has gone into like a weird spiritual place too sure, sure, sure. um so it was like a legitimate conversation between the two of them and it was just completely riveting to aaron hear. aaron rogers does he fucks with aliens travis
2: he America? fucks with aliens. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah oh, he yeah.
0: fucks with the aliens. He fucks he's, with all that
2: shit, Mike. He's out there. Which I, I mean, you know, look, I, I, that's fun. I, I think it's fun. I mean, we know my feelings <laughs> on it if you watched the special, but I, I have many feelings on aliens, and I get well, it. Do we, Danny. I think it's do awesome. Do we know
1: I, your feelings on it?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Do we legitimately, <laughs> truly know?
2: <laughs> or was that's one I feel like both <laughs> sides are truly true. Like that's one where I'm like, if you if you watch them both the conspiracy theory choice both sides kind of come from the same truthful center of like i used to love conspiracies and now i'm struggling with modern they both kind of go there and then it's just me either defending or or making fun well, of the new I would, ones I would, I would but imagine that core in, is there
0: i would imagine in all of those jokes there's probably some of you in 100%. all of it right that's, like that, I
2: mean, that's the secret the secret yeah, is course. so many issues and this is how politicians do what they do it's that Every issue has an element of truth to to both sides. If you're listening in any way, if you're paying attention in any way politically, minus a couple of new issues where we've like truly gone off the hinges, where it's like, I don't even know what we're doing over here. That's just not based in (laughs) fact what we're saying. Yeah, For the most part, it's like, I know what they're saying. So it's like you watch politicians be like, well, if I just forget this fact, this fact, this fact, and this fact exists, I do believe this tiny part of this belief system. And then they'll say it.
0: So always a piece of truth somewhere in there, even if it is a pandering piece of
2: truth. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's it's and it's not even just pandering. It's a, you know, what is my party? Who are my donors? So what do I inevit- what do I have to say? Because remember, we have a primary system in this country. Primary systems what's killing us. Yeah. Primaries sure. mean that you got to play your party first. Yep. You got to play to your donors first. Cause if you don't play to them, they'll just donate to another person. You out. Yep. So you got to go as far as far as possible and then pull it back in by general election time or you'll lose. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, you it's just like, well, what do my donors need me to say? I don't even need me to say this. What's the most livable version of that for me? And then and then, how
0: do I get reelected?
2: How do I get reelected? <laughs> yeah, Which yeah. is hard. And, you you know, we've seen some politicians recently go, I'm going to stand for this and I'm probably not going to get reelected. And they're yeah. not going to get reelected.
1: Right. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and, you,
2: yeah. and, you, and I go, man, I respect the hell out of it. Yep, I sure. respect the hell out of somebody going, I understand that. The other side hates me because of my beliefs and my side is going to hate me, but I'm going to take a stand here. And they knew it and they know exactly what's going to happen to them. Oh, I respect the two. hell out of it. I do too. Yeah, it's amazing. We used to want the person down the middle. We used to want somebody who right. was like, oh, that feels like he's going to be fair to both sides. It feels like because that is the policy most of us want. Most of us want a fairly down the middle policy. Right. But the primary system just kills us. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, completely agreed. Well, guys,
2: and I don't know did, how to fix it. Yeah, have I taken us to a horrific place? <laughs> <laughs> have I taken us to the worst place possible? Mike, Mike,
0: Mike dig us out of politics real quick. <laughs> so sorry, dig us out.
1: No, not your fault. Dig us out of politics. Danny, where do I send people? the The podcast it's uh, what everything but the scores. Is that what it's called?
2: Everything but the scores. Go, go listen to it on all the places you would assume. And uh, every week we do. You know, we talk about all the sports stories. It's Not. Uh, on the field so and and you know.
1: the the special it's called uh you choose it's on youtube uh and i free are you just easy yeah at danny jollis on everything
0: did you have to like beg youtube to like set something up for you to do this
2: no, quite the contrary actually we are uh, currently fighting youtube uh <laughs> <and> so <laughs> we're begging youtube youtube you know it is a machine. It's literally a machine. So we're talking to humans, yeah. and the humans are like, oh, we're excited about your project, blah, blah, blah. The algorithm – so we didn't do anything special. We, we used every piece of technology they already have, and we just used it to have people go from video to video, and that's how we do it. But the algorithm – the computer believes that people are clicking out – of the videos. So we have had a hard time oh, uh, because with the because you're not yeah.
1: completing it
2: and so You're not completing the video. Oh, but we have oh. recently uh we are we have uh we have just switched things up uh so we think now we're going to get more but we've literally been battling YouTube quite the contrary. Have you been, do we've...
1: like some kind of playlist thing where
2: we're doing now we're about to yeah. do a couple different things to kind of get people to like you know cheat the system. But the cool thing is like like, look, they, they, there's people who are going to get more views than me every day, twice on Sunday. Right. But the critical reception and the people who have watched this who are like, truly, I've never seen anything like this. This is something different. Like To me, I'm like, we, we knew we're not going to get the most views in the first week. That's not our game. I think in two years we'll have more views than most specials. I think that I believe as people continue to find this thing, it's also tough. It's a special again, like you have to sit down and right. want to do this. Right. <laughs> right.
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Instead, instead of passively watching somebody throw like plates into a grinder whatever, well, while, you yes. Yes. while you're, so, you're
1: folding laundry, Travis, you can't, yeah. yes. you can't fold But I tell people all the
2: time. I'm like, you know what it's really fun as it's fun as a couples or like date night thing. Sure. I'm like, because you get to discuss which way you want me to go. I was like, that's been, that's the coolest thing. It's like all these couples have like messaged me being like, we just had the most fun date night <laughs> arguing about your stupid premises.
0: <laughs> well, coming so into the holiday season,
2: that's probably what's extra special is like you
0: get, a, a you know, these holiday family get togethers or whatever. It's like, what are we doing after we stuff our face full of Turkey on Thanksgiving? Why don't we do this right. interactive special? Like what, a, what a good time. And you know, yeah. yeah so
2: fun. we're, we're, we're going to keep having people do it, but that's been the coolest thing is like, uh, I think we'll just keep growing and getting there and, uh, you know, so we've gotten so many cool write-ups that for a YouTube spe- I mean, I didn't even know you can get write-ups for a YouTube special. I didn't know that was legal. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't know they were allowed to acknowledge it. So the fact that they're not just acknowledging it, but like really saying such kind things has been so cool. So we're a, i'm i'm very proud very happy with it all and awesome. uh you know just now working towards another nightmare
0: perfect <laughs> well we wish you all the continued success hopefully a bajillion Thank people you. watch this uh where can Thank people you so find much. you people find
2: you online at danny jollis j-o-l-l-e-s give me a follow and uh dot if you want to join the mailing list my mailing list because i'm a kind soul i have you put in your city so you only hear from me I'm coming to you. You won't just get a random email being like, I'm in Poughkeepsie. And you're it's, like, what does yeah, this who, do for it, me? It,
0: I don't. Get, it's not like when I get an email from Doug Stanhope that says he's playing someplace in like Scotland or whatever. Yes, <laughs> I won't do that. I will only email you if I'm like
2: yeah, good, eight, good for in a you. month. That your city.
1: Scotland's probably neat. Can I'm not going to go to Scotland.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you can go to Scott. Yeah, for Sure.
1: Danny awesome. man, it was fun talking to you. The, the special's great. Uh Thank th- you hopefully so much. we can do it again sometime,
2: man. Please, anytime. Cool, Anytime, guys. Take care, man. Thanks, Danny. Uh,
0: Danny was great. That was fun. Yeah, I liked him very much. It's funny cuz we threw him into it and he wasn't expecting it, but he like uh he picked up on it real quick. And uh yeah, I really I really like Danny. I didn't know
1: why and, you uh, were pointing up. I didn't know what pointing up means. We need uh hand signals, Travis. I need to learn sign language.
0: Yeah, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do something like I was like, I heard, I was like the, the pointing up was he's there and I'm going to admit <laughs> him
1: is this. Guys, Danny was on video. I couldn't get video to work on uh the, the live feed, but you know, whatever. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we, did you record it? We got to. Oh yeah. No, I mean like it. Yeah. It's it like I'm recording the podcast. So who cares?
0: Oh, uh, so but, I mean the video. Could we post that video to YouTube?
1: No, I, I. Oh. I I, uh, unless Zoom saves it, does Zoom
0: save it? Uh, you have to record it on Zoom for Zoom to save it. And that might be a pro feature. Um, you know, switching back over to Skype, which, um, we, you had an issue with because it had to install it. Yeah. That's something that happens every time I open Skype too. It's got to reinstall Skype. And I also noticed that video from Skype to Zoom is like, Night and day difference on Zoom. <laughs> oh, it is? over Skype. Like, yeah, it's it's night and day between this terrible video. and we <laughs> we need to get rid of this piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to talk to us on Skype ever. Right? We're like, what? You're still it, using Skype?
1: Well, uh, the only thing is the phone number. But I think that Zoom has a phone number. So if you pay for if you
0: pay for Zoom, Zoom has a phone number you can right. uh, you can call. So I, I, really, what this whole setup is is um, discussing this uh zoom over skype is the fact that we are now um going to be charging eight dollars a month to our listeners um to become verified users of the wfod show in order to pay for uh zoom so uh, michael give out the paypal address <laughs> or the venmo and it's eight dollars a month to be a verified user travis uh, I, yeah. I i wanted to talk to you about paypal
1: There's rumors going on, and I don't know if any of it's true. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's true anymore, Travis. I have no idea. But people are saying, hey, you got to get rid of your PayPal because PayPal has in their rules now that if they decide uh, you are distributing misinformation, they're going to bill you (laughs) $250,000. What? It, that's going around. Look it up. Look, PayPal,
0: $250,000. How can that even be? PayPal's got no.
1: What, well, I'll what? tell you what, Travis. If if PayPal charged $250,000 to me, I would call my bank and dispute that charge.
0: Yeah, be like, I would uh, say, uh, yeah, pa- I didn't authorize PayPal's, this. <laughs> PayPal's trying to steal from me. And also. <laughs> I don't have $250,000. <laughs> right. I mean good luck getting $250,000
1: from me PayPal, but
0: Yeah, I mean you can you can put a negative $250,000 uh account balance on my PayPal, but I'll just cancel PayPal.
1: Yeah, I'll just I'll just uh I'll call my bank and I'll say, "Hey, you know how PayPal uh, asked me for $250,000? Don't give it to them."
0: Yeah, and also unlink the bank account <laughs> from my PayPal account and then I'll just never use PayPal again. <laughs> yeah, you can do Apple Pay on eBay now. I don't need PayPal. Right, yeah. Uh, eBay, yeah, For yeah. exactly. eBay, you can do uh, 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 direct deposits right to your bank account or out of your bank. Like, I don't need the middleman. I still do use PayPal for a couple of things, but if they're going to start getting crazy, why is
1: PayPal even still a thing? If you can do Apple pay and I mean, you could do Facebook pay, Travis, you could do Apple pay. You can do fucking Venmo. Why do we even still need pay? That's like using Skype for your video.
0: (laughs) It kind of is. The one nice thing about PayPal is, uh, there is the difference between, uh, the transactional, uh, aspect of it and then like sending money to people. Um, and I know pretty much all of the Facebook comic book groups that I'm in that are like buy, sell and trade use PayPal just because there are protections available for buyers and also sellers. So if somebody decides to scam them, you can say, Hey, PayPal, just, shut this shit off and don't give them money or this is my money or, you know, you know, whatever. Right. So there, the, it, 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 there is a, a decent functionality. And I think people on Instagram who sell shit probably use it too. But, uh, ever since the eBay thing and the split, that's probably, uh, all they have going for them anymore. So trevor
1: I, uh, I watched the movie bros the other night. Uh, I was know it, we, good? we talked a lot about bros when we were doing yeah. the Hollywood fantasy. League.
0: And it was probably fine. Right. Uh, Travis, I didn't
1: like it, and I'll uh, tell you
0: why. Because uh, you're, you're a homophobe. Well, more
1: or less, it was fine, Travis. I'll say that. Like okay. you, When it was over, it was like, okay, that was a movie that existed. Like I wasn't <laughs> mad at it, right. but what I noticed is that every single character in the movie was Billy Eichner. Oh, Everyone had Billy God. Eichner's voice. Everybody had Billy Eichner's sense of humor. It was like... Uh, 20 Billy
0: Eichners talking that's to too, each other. That's too many Billy Eichners.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be like like when I do impressions, Travis, you know how I'm really bad at them and they all just sound like oh, me? Oh, really good. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like me having a big conversation with 20 people, but like all the characters are just me talking to each other. I like that premise, and you should record that for the next,
0: next episode.
1: Yeah, like, hey, I'm a gay guy. I'm going to fuck you. And they're like, yeah, fuck me. That's the whole movie. And then the homophobe is like,
0: yeah, you shouldn't be fucking him or getting fucked by him."
1: That's that's the whole movie, Travis. So oh, it, yeah, if, if you just want to watch like twenty Billy Eichners yell at each other for two Billy hours, I want to watch one Billy Eichner.
0: If I can be completely <laughs> honest.
1: So that's not my pick of the week. I'll tell you what my no, pick of, of the week not. is: uh, the uh, rock and roll band Jane's Addiction, Travis. Mm-hmm. I saw them live last night. Uh, how many bands were at this goddamn thing? It was uh, Poppy Travis, which, by the way, how, she did. How her, was Poppy? She did her catchphrase several times. She did. I'm Poppy. Yeah, that she did. Oh that. my god, it was so good. I just, I think I just came. Yeah, no. So she, she's like a like a metal person. Uh, she is. She screams, Travis. She's very metal. Does it sound good though? It was fine. Like, I wasn't the whole time I was entertained by it. Uh, it, It's it's really hard to go to a rock and roll concert and hate it.
0: Right. Yeah, Um, I completely agree. I completely agree with that.
1: I mean, I've been to rock and roll concerts that I've hated, but more often than not, if you go see a professional rock and roll group, they're going to do fine.
0: Live music is typically like, yes, I enjoy this because you're, you, you have the added benefit of the crowd being excited about it. It just feels good to be there, right? No, uh,
1: as far as Jane's Addiction goes, Travis, I know the radio hits. Uh, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but mm-hmm. like you know, they're fine. I like the porno for Pyros. I like that song with the dogs in it about stealing. There. Sure. Uh, they were fucking great, Travis. Yeah. They were really been good live. For a long time, Mike. <laughs> and they had an interesting aspect to their show. Now they were not the headliner, so they didn't have, you know, the full kit and caboodle, the the full light rig and giant right. screen and all right. that.
0: That's uh, reserved for the headliner. But what was they the did headliner have headliner
1: the Smashing Pumps? It was, yes, Travis. Okay. What they did have is like three titty women stripper gals. That just Ooh. danced sexily through their entire set, and like they they like had trapeze and and they brought out like a like a carousel horse and like rode the carousel horse erotically, Travis. Oh, well, I like that. More bands should do this. It was of a course. it was a great, probably cheap way to do it. Like you know they try to trick you with their fucking uh, big uh, movie screens and their crazy lights and stuff, right? You but don't, they need, don't need to. You hire three no. gals to shake their bobies at
0: you. Yeah. It's just something extra to look at while you're enjoying great live music. Yeah. But no, they were they were really good. Really good live band.
1: Uh Dave Navarro awesome. wasn't there. Uh, he said he has long COVID. So he didn't Was that the first time you had seen
2: Jane's Addiction? Addiction? Yes.
1: I'd never seen mm-hmm. them live. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. And yep. my uh, celebrity life pool pick Travis 82 uh, year old Bill Cosby. I've seen him Ooh. recently. Guy looks great, Travis. He looks like yeah, he's gonna he live another hundred years. He was he looking look real good. down and out when he was in prison, but now he has a new lease on life. He's looking good. The bags are aren't under his eyes.
0: It's the same thing that happened to OJ when OJ was like behind bars and was going through everything. He looked terrible, and as soon as he got out, he like deaged like twenty years. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: It's amazing yeah. what not being in prison will do for you travis like why do i look so old then oj just golfs every day am i in prison do i need to get out of prison so i can like look my age travis i mean you could you could clean up a bit you have you have a mountain beard that's true i mean you could do things that seems like a lot of effort though doesn't it? there you go a lot of effort bill cosby has all the time in the world to to go buy face yeah. scrubs and get massages. I mean, like, you got to go work.
0: Yeah, I got a job and a family. Piss <laughs> on it. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, celebrity life picks, and I don't know if anybody... P- tell me if somebody picked this. I'll, I'll keep it. Uh, 72-year-old Jeff Bridges? I don't believe so.
1: Perfect. I, I think Jeff Bridges is, is free and clear, Trevor. Mostly because... Uh, you know he had he had the cancer and he says he doesn't have he it anymore. But who knows? And he, he looked just great. Did
0: you watch? Did you watch the old man, Mike? I didn't. No, I haven't it's seen. So it So good. Did you see you they made watch. a R.I.P.D. two? Yeah, with some randos, it looked like it came. It looks like the asylum made it it's so bad looking. <laughs> the poster is terrible. I'm gonna
1: watch it, Travis. I'll tell you what, the R.I.P.D. Oh. Two. That's my guilty. R, R, R.I.P.D. One. That's my guilty pleasure, Travis.
0: I like R.I.P.D. There's RIPD wrong with
1: that is movie. Great. It's
0: a great it's like, movie. It's, it's 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 as good as like Men in Black Three, right? They, like it's they just look like they're having a whole lot of fun. Exactly. It's just a dumb fun movie. Uh, and then my uh, pick of the week is of course i finally halloween night uh dropped on the streaming service Screenbox, box which i just got uh a free trial to because it looks like a shitty service and i had already pre-ordered the uh, blu-ray what the Terrifier fuck is Screenbox? box Screenbox, is some dumb shit horror app uh that's trying to compete with shutter oh it's uh, shutter-esque yeah, but it's not, like, it's, they don't have originals, and they don't, you know, whatever. Their first original is Terrifier You're a Shudder fanboy, Travis. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, Terrifier 2, it is goddamn amazing. Like, if you've seen the things on Twitter and social media, uh, if you're a normie, the gore might be too much for you, but if you, like, watch horror flicks, like, the the gore is blown completely out of proportion. I guess except for one scene where Art the Clown chases a teenage girl into her bedroom, uh, tears off her scalp, and then, like, snaps her arm and then, like, bends it back and forth until the arm, he can pull it right off, oh. and then he slaps her in the face with it. He slaps so maybe her in the th- face with her own arm? Yeah, and then I guess he, like, does, like tear a bunch of her skin off and then leave the room and come back in with a bottle of bleach and also a container of salt and dump it all over her while he's laughing about it silently. Um, So, I mean, I guess there's gore, but (laughs) it's, 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 I mean, it's exaggerated, but it's fun. Art, the clown is very funny. So I Uh, guess there's gore. (laughs) This is a horror comedy. Uh, the gore is so over the top. The kills are so over the top that they're not believable. It's not like, you know, like actual like. Oh my god, how gross! I mean, it's gross, but it's like comedy gross. So, I highly recommend Terrifier 2. I've already pre-ordered the Blu-ray. Uh, comes out in December. If you haven't been to the theater to see Terrifier 2, or uh, don't want to stream it on uh, Screenbox, uh, it'll be available on Blu-ray in December. I highly recommend it. Watch it with people because it's like reactionary, right? Like the gore is so over the top that you can be like, oh, my God, how stupid (laughs) (laughs) either there. I I don't want to spoil all of it, but there's a scene that after he kills that gal in the bedroom that I just explained, like her mom comes. Hand.
1: What's that? He hit her with her own hand.
0: Yeah, uh, he might. Yeah, I think he did slap her with her own hand. Uh, But there's a time after this all happens and then her mom comes home and discovers this whole scene and then you kind of cut away Uh and then trick or treaters come to the door. And Art the Clown answers uh, the door uh, with a bowl full of candy for the trick or treaters, Uh except the bowl full of candy is the mom's head with but it's hollowed out. And all of the candy is in the mom's hollowed out head. And he's like passing it around to all the children. Do, it's, they, uh, do they get some? Yeah, they get all sorts of candy. He didn't, they the, he didn't do anything to the, the kids, right? The, no, of course not. Oh, the, this like goodness. I think the last gal in the line, because there's like six kids in a row, she like goes to grab like a Tootsie Roll or a Tootsie Pop or something. And she's like, ooh, mine's sticky. And the mom's like, oh, that's just fake blood. But it's like totally like the mom's hollowed out skull. So oh. it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Travis, I like
1: two. that that reminds me of uh in uh, "Thanks Killing" when uh yeah. <laughs> the the turkey kills the dad and then wears the dad's face to trick the yeah. people. And then like yeah. a turkey with a dad face answers the door and they think it's the dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good comedy.
1: <laughs> Guys, we did it. Uh Check out check out Danny's special. It's on uh, Check out YouTube. Danny's special. It sounds uh,
0: great. I've help seen him it with yet, the but, uh, uh, help him with the algorithm. You know. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Retweet uh, his tweets about his special. Give him a follow on Twitter. Danny was awesome. Uh, I'm I'm still Danny. Yeah, I guess.
1: Installment of WFOD to enjoy our back catalog, visit WFODShow.com. Be sure to share the show with a friend. Thank you to our Patreon sponsors for their continued support a Bad Poet Society, the Rabbit Poundings, Valerie Carpenter, Brian Kranz, and our North Star Liquid Lozenge. If you would like to donate to keep this pirate ship afloat, visit patreon.com slash wfodicks follow us on social media email any of us with your our name and uh at wfodshow.com in the end or leave us a voicemail at uh, 636-487-HAND.com we'll be back next week hey subscribe on youtube and uh, twitch or uh, apple podcasts or .com Stitcher, wherever it is that you listen to it, subscribe to it so that you get the newest episodes.
0: Uh,
1: Yeah, thanks. See you next week. Bye.